You're listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 5.30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here at 61 degrees, of course, windy in Salt Lake City. KSL's top story, Utah has $28 billion to spend next year and only a handful of hours to decide how to spend it. We have team coverage. Eye on the Hill, let's begin with KSL's News, KSL News Radio's Eric Cabrera. He's here live at the Capitol. Eric? Jeff, there's been a lot of dollars moving around from $2 billion for downtown sports and experience to $1 billion to education. But when it comes to our taxes, there's some good news. For the fourth year in a row, we're cutting taxes. We've dropped the state income tax from 4.65 to 4.55. That's about $200 million that we've a tax cut, a big tax cut for, I think, the, the citizens of the state. But when you add it, with the previous three years, we've come all the way down from almost 5% down to 4.5%. That was President of the Utah Senate, Stuart Adams, reporting live from the Capitol, Eric Cabrera, KSL News Radio. The Ten Commandments will soon have the same protections as the Constitution does in U.S. and Utah classrooms. Our team coverage continues. A bill expected to be signed by the governor by midnight tonight adds the Ten Commandments and the Magna Carta to the list of historical documents teachers may use in lesson plans. It's a different approach to the original bill proposed, which would have mandated every public school in the state to post the commandments in a highly visible area. Now, the amended bill doesn't require the Ten Commandments to be taught. It just makes them available and legally protected if a teacher decides to use them. Alexandria Bonia, KSL News Radio. Utah lawmakers passed what they consider a huge bill aimed at helping the Great Salt Lake. KSL News Radio's Adam Small with details. The Great Salt Lake is home to some of the most precious minerals in the world, and the companies that extract them use about 8% of the lake's yearly water, but also give the state a cut of their earnings. However, under the current law, they're allowed to use as much water as they want. This bill would set limits for them, update how much they have to pay the state, but also in turn give them a huge discount if they can work without evaporating the lake's water. Utah House Speaker Mike Schultz says, This will probably be one of the most impactful and most important bills that we pass ever in regards to the Great Salt Lake. The bill is now on its way to the governor. In a rare sight, the second year in a row, there is a waterfall at Gunlock Reservoir in southern Utah. State Park Manager Colin Keene says everybody should come and see this. Just use precautions, try not to get in the water, stay back. The rocks are slippery, especially when it rains. Keene says there were several injuries last year by people slipping on the rocks. He isn't making any predictions about whether the falls will get as big as last year, saying that depends on the snow melt in the Pine Valley Mountains. If you're on the road, two hands on the wheel. The wind is already picked up. It's going to blow harder and harder, 40 tonight, 60 to 70 miles an hour tomorrow. KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says, now, there is a chance if we hit the higher end of projected wind gusts, you know, if we hit that 60 or that 70, we could see some damage to power lines or trees. Damage usually starts at the threshold of 60 miles an hour. Experts say secure the outdoor objects, prepare for power outages, and for goodness sakes, be careful driving. Once the wind blows away, the Wasatch Front's going to get between three and six inches of snow this weekend. Closing arguments today in the effort to disqualify the attorney and former President Trump's Georgia case. A 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, attorneys for former President Trump and others in the racketeering case say Fonnie Willis financially benefited from her relationship with an attorney that she hired to join the case. That constitutes a violation of their ethical responsibilities. However, the district attorney's office has repeatedly claimed the defendants have failed to show any actual conflict of interest. A man in upstate New York is headed to prison for shooting and killing a woman who pulled into his driveway by mistake. Judge Adam Michelini told Kevin Monahan he deserved the maximum sentence. You shot at a car full of people and you didn't care what would happen and you repeatedly lied about it. Monahan received 25 years to life for killing 20-year-old Kaylin Gillis last April when she and her friends pulled into his driveway by mistake. Some heated moments outside the headquarters of New York City's Transportation Authority. Protesters calling out firefighters for wanting to be exempt from tolls while using their personal vehicles. It's not special treatment. Listen until you're ready to crawl down a hallway with me. Don't talk about unity. The firefighters claim that they should be exempt from congestion pricing that goes into effect in June. They say it's not practical for them to take mass transit. The new $15 toll is aimed at reducing traffic on busy downtown streets. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. The biggest movie of the year so far opens today, Dune 2. Andy Farnsworth from the movie show says, you're not going to want to miss this one. This is worth the wait. I was upset last year when they postponed it because of the Hollywood strike and they moved it off of the Thanksgiving date till now, but uh, it's worth it. Farnsworth says this is the second movie of a trilogy, and he says the middle chapters are always the best, sort of like, sort of like the original Star Wars movies. KSL News Time, five thirty-six.